I present to you in collaboration with Gumbo Media, the Gumbo Podcast Series. I had the pleasure to be able to sit down with the full team of Gumbo Media. Gumbo Media is truly, truly a trailblazing, unprecedented company, group, conglomerate that I believe in so much. And I'm so glad they gave me the opportunity to speak to them, to get to know the team. This series, this four part series is something that I believe you guys are going to truly enjoy. And I hope that you all, all soak up so much game from these people who are doing a beautiful thing for us, all for us. Yes, for the black community. So let's get into the first episode of the Gumbo series. This is Simply King. Simply King Podcast, and it's your boy Rodney Perry King himself, and you just tuned into the Soulfully Conscious Podcast for humans, simply being humans. And today is another, another special one for you. I have two individuals back with me um, for the first time, honestly, but I, I believe this won't be the last. <laughs> um, I continue, I continue with my um, my affinity and my, I guess my. Uh, showcasing of affinity for what is gumbo media which you can consider to be the the media group the company the collective conglomerate whatever you may call them i had to keep diving into the staff crew um and the people behind this beautiful thing so today i have with me asia and andre how y'all doing we good doing good doing good doing well man yeah so i'm glad y'all are here i'm so glad i can continue to talk to all of y'all and I'm really excited about specifically the conversation that we're gonna have so forget all the different topics I want to jump right in and tell you a story oh okay okay and I told this to I told uh this to Asia just um yesterday that I actually met gumbo when it was royal mm-hmm. you did I did and I had to realize how I recognized you okay I remember I met you in passing with Dante, at the, it, we was in, we was in, it was the, high, it was some high Park block party. I don't know if it was Silver Room or if it was like the, uh, what is it, the Beer Fest or the, um, what is it, um, it's something else. Yeah, if I was with Dante, it was probably the You weren't with him. Okay. Y'all, y'all, y'all already, y'all already brothers though. Just uh-huh. after that, so you okay. can put it in the timeline. And we crossed paths with y'all. You were already there. Okay. And he was like, oh, this is my bro, blah, blah, blah. And then I remember him, we walking away. I think he went somewhere else. We walked away. He told me about Roy. He was like, yeah, you should follow him. He got this thing, blah, blah, blah. You should follow him. He'll be doing events. I was like, oh, okay, I will. And I followed. Uh-huh. <clears throat> so I'm, I'm, I meet uh, Austin's cousin at my job. And <laughs> yo, this, this is a roundabout story. It is. Okay, cool. I'm, I meet okay. Austin's cousin at my job, right? And then um, I invite Caleb, who is Austin's cousin, to my birthday where I meet Austin. Okay. And then one random weekend after my birthday, we hang out all together again. He asked me, he was like, what do you know about Gumbo Media? And I told him, I was like, I mean, it's something I follow. Sales pitch. I was like, it's something I follow. And honestly, they, they have been like liking some stuff on my on my page. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I'm glad it's getting some interaction because they seem like they're doing some cool shit. Even yeah. though I'm trying to catch some. I don't even know what it is for right, real. Right. But I'm trying to BS something because like, they do cool shit. He was like, well, I'll run the page or whatever. And that's why. <laughs> And I'm just like, well, Austin, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, that makes sense now. Yeah. And <laughs> that sound real stalkerish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, how you how you like us? You, you, we do we doing good stuff? Yeah, well, yeah. I, I'm running the page. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> and so literally, I was immediately. Um, I feel like I immediately just kind of like zoned in. and was like, okay, I'm gonna make sure I come to something. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna catch something. Ah. And I think um, just from him, literally, I guess guess got a part of the algorithm. Remember that for the love event popped up. Mm-hmm. So I had to make sure I so go. So you saw that on Instagram. I saw that on Instagram. Ooh, yes. Algorithms. Amen it got it got it got to be that because mm-hmm. I didn't go searching for it. It just popped up, and um, so I was like, I gotta make sure I go. I'm not I'm not doing nothing that day. I'm going, 
And that was when I came. That's when I met you. Mm-hmm. That's when I met a lot of the team was reintroduced to you when I realized it mm-hmm. after the fact. And I realized that once I talked to Matthew. I had a conversation with Matthew and he was telling me about Royal. Okay. And I'm like, that's, that's, that's who he is. Yeah. That's what this was. Yeah. And that's what this is now. Yep. And here we are. You yep. know what I'm saying? So... I, that I was around it, full circle. Yeah, I just think it was interesting. I yeah. think that's an interesting story to me. It's a small world. It's super a small world. world. It, it don't take much. World. It don't take much. But what I would love to do, because that was my introduction to Gumbo, I would love for you guys to talk about not only your roles, but talk about yourselves as well. So if you can, tell me about what you do with Gumbo, where you're from. <laughs> and we'll start there. Y'all a mess. <laughs> Lord have mercy. I hope I don't sound like a, I hope I don't sound like a first grade teacher with that one. No, you, you're good. Um, yeah, I got seniority, but I also have uh, uh, get in where I fit in type of role within Gumbo. Um, I'm not wrong with that. Right. I think we both do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. Um, Maybe that's why y'all together. Y'all to get in where you fit in. We'll go with that. Sure. Cool. Um, so I started with Gumbo when it was Royal a long, long time ago. In fact, I was um, one of the first folks introduced to uh, the then Royal team. Um, and so when I spoke with Matthew, uh, Matthew and I went to undergrad together. Mm-hmm. Well, I was in grad school when he was there. I don't remember. We both went to DePaul. Yes. Um, I went. I heard y'all was in the choir together. We were in the choir together. Yeah. <laughs> Zay, Zay gave me that little tidbit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but don't here. think I can sing. I, was I mean, I thought so. I was, the, I president, was the president, which means I was good at administrative things for oh, the choir. She, oh, so it's kind of like, um, like basketball manager. Oh. Yikes. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't say that. Okay, that's too bad. <laughs> like, too like, I can hold a severe. tune, Okay, but okay. I'm not leading the song. Man. Okay, okay. I'm, 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 you know, yikes. Basketball manager. <laughs> you, just like you, you brought your, I, I put you up there when she said you was president. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He I, mean, all, I was like, he got the turtlenecks tucked in. He probably got his R&B vibes going. You know, yikes. Um, <laughs> You didn't think, I, you, I, that's what I, I mean, thought. I was immediately vouch impressed. For, for, to dr- vouch for Dre, he can hold a tune. Uh, yep. we, we, we have a song. <laughs> yikes. Hey, that, that, that's not the t- this isn't the time and the place for that. I'm sorry, but cool. I'm just vouching for you. My so bad. this is how I got connected to Royal. Uh, <laughs> uh, so when Matthew initially came to me, he was talking about um, uh, at the time Royal Magazine um, and this idea that he had for um, launching a magazine um, and this company at large. Mm-hmm. And at the time, he said to me, "Yo, how would you feel about doing some photography for this company?" Um, and I've been doing photography for about 10 years or so at this point. Um, yeah, just, just turned full-time photographer in July of 2018. That's crazy. Yeah. And so when he approached me, he was just like, Hey, do you mind taking some photos for us? Whoop de whoop. Like, sure. Uh, but I was happy, man. I was excited. I was like, Oh my gosh, this is a dope idea. I love Royal Magazine. The idea that you have for it. I love the idea behind this company. I love the way that we want to put on for black people in ways that, you know, aren't uh, to tell stories that aren't uh, being told about black people to try to change the narrative. And based off the enthusiasm that I showed, he was like, yo, like, let me see if I can like bring you on for real, for real, Mm -hmm. not just someone to take pictures, but um, like have you be an integral part of the team and help to build um, this, this company. Mm. Right. And so this was a while ago. Um, and so from there, I've kind of had many different iterations within Royal, uh, now Gumbo. Um, and my role now is to the director of Capital B Apparel. Um, it's a, a clothing line that we're working on through uh, Gumbo Media. Damn. And yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do some of the PR work for Gumbo Media as well. Uh, I get in where I fit in in terms of doing photos for different events that we host. Uh, I'm also the guy that is overly analytical of everything. And so if an idea is presented, I'm usually the first one to say, hmm, do we really think that'll work? Here are the things that we need to put in place to make that actually happen. You need that. Yeah, so I'm I'm, 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 I'm that guy. Mm-hmm. 
five people say, I love this idea, I'm the one that be like, mm, I don't know if I like that one. He'd be like, I got five points on it. Hold on. Right? And then <laughs> no. we listen to our five You need five the dreamers points. and the thinkers in the same place. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely the thinker <clears throat> in, in the group. So uh, unofficially, that's all of what I do. Uh, officially or unofficially, whatever word you want to use, that that's me within Gumbo Media, R- respectively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been like there that. for a while, man. I loved it. I loved it. And <laughs> so, what about you? So the way that I came into the fold True. for Gumbo, um, I was working on my personal brand. At this point, I was like full on into my event space. Like I wanted to create. At the time, I wanted to create a black health conference mm-hmm. for DePaul. I went to. DePaul for my undergrad, mm-hmm. and my mentor at the time, Pastor Keith, he was like, hey, I think you need to, yeah, I think you need to get up with this person. He's um, he's a really influential, and, you know, he, he used to go to DePaul, and um, he's working on something really dope, and I think y'all vision align. Mm-hmm. So I was like, whatever, Pastor Keith, and I was like, you know what, let me go ahead and have this meeting, because mm-hmm. we're going to set it up, I'm going to go. For sure. He set up the meeting. I met Matthew at a coffee shop in Uptown. And um, I'm sitting down with Matthew. He's telling me this great idea about how um, Royal came to be, how um, after Trayvon Martin and a lot of the riots, mm-hmm. he had Philando been active. Yeah, Philando Castile. He had been um, really powered up to have this idea to create a space for black narratives that it wasn't so negative mm. and that it could be inspiring for other black people and give other black people the space to like be themselves and embrace that and embrace really what blackness could be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was like really dope in an idea, but I'm like, nah, I'm working on my own stuff. You know, I'm at this point, I'm thinking I'm like 19, mm. 18, 19, like three months go by. My counselor hits me up like, yo, you need um, you need an internship. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know where you're going to get an events internship at, but you need to figure it out. Right. So I'm, like, racking my brain. Like, should I call Matthew? Because I know y'all was doing stuff. Like, mm-hmm. y'all was gearing up for the summer. Mm-hmm. Call Matthew. And he was like, yo, come do an interview. We'll do a Skype interview. I had, and we'll, like, potentially give you the position. If Why you... Skype? Because at this point, like, they didn't want me coming to them. I wasn't, I didn't know where they were based, so it was just easier because we could all just be on okay. there and it was easy. So um, I get on, it's Dre, Courtney, and Matt. Mm-hmm. And I believe Zay at the time was, I think so. was on the call. Yep. Like I'm answering all their questions, getting little or no feedback. <laughs> and, and then Dre comes in and he's like, on it and I'm like oh crap like how am I going to answer these questions I answer it I'm like I don't even think they're going to call me back let me just get this call they call me back and say hey we're going to give you an internship so I was basically um, up under Matt and Courtney for the events position for a long time Mm -hmm. I don't even think I finished the internship that summer (laughs) they offered me the um a director's position Mm -hmm. straight out the gate yeah and i like was doing the cultural work around the city working on some of the the little event plans and being being like the networking but after that i folded into another position which is the culture director which i had no idea that that was even a thing Mm. they among themselves was like yo asia would be really great in this mm-hmm. position. Mm. And they pitched it to me. And I'm like, what are y'all yeah, talking about? Like, yeah, y'all really yeah. feel like this? Like, y'all feel like I can be basically the heart of your company. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. That's, that's, that's what I thought they meant too. <laughs> yeah, that, that is. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what, and that's how they brought it to me. I'm like, uh, uh, I'm like, and all I could say was like, yeah, but y'all mm-hmm. serious? Yeah. And um, that was, yeah, I've been playing in that role for a while. And then back, when I stepped back out of that role at the beginning of last year, I was like, yo, I got to really, like, hone in on my personal skills, like, on what I want to be doing. So if it's events or if it's writing, I need to be doing one of them. Yeah. Matt comes with me, comes at me with this bright idea. He's like, yo, we still got to do the magazine. You want to be co-editor for the magazine? Mm. Blew my mind. I said, and he was, you know, if you had a conversation with Matt, he's yeah, hype. Yeah, like, yeah. He, you can't really, <laughs> like, tell him no. And so, like, you're sitting there, and I'm like, yeah, that's something amazing, like, Yes, I want it, but yeah, like, yeah. but are you sure? Hmm. So we went through the whole process, and it ended up being a great, um, 
addition to obviously my portfolio of work, of but as well as like to the relationship I have with Gumbo and like at large, like mm-hmm. being able to create this magazine and being in the space of like being an editor and knowing what that entails, especially for me being as young as, as I am, because I'm literally the youngest person on this team. How old are you? If I may, if I may ask. You ain't supposed to ask women. I, I, I know, that's why I just said that. That's what I just said that. I'm straight, because I'm, I'm, I've never been like self-conscious about my age. And I, no one should be. I'm 23. When yeah, okay. I came on the team, I was 18. We ain't been around that long, have No, we? no, I was 19. Oh, I had right. just turned 19. Yeah, okay. I had just turned 19. And um, by the summer, by that following summer after I finished my internship, because y'all was like, you're not even 20 yet. You a baby. Yeah. Damn. That's true. I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, can't, I, can't, I can't not baby you right now. Right. You can't so, play it. If I can jump in, like one thing that, that for myself and mm-hmm. for Asian, for anybody who's who's come along on the gumbo team, what we really value is the vibe and energy that people present and how they fit into mm-hmm. the family that we have. Like we really do feel like those who are in charge of making gumbo move, mm-hmm. we are all a family, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Different personalities, different ways of doing things, but we th- there's a, a, a relationship, a bond, a build mm-hmm. that we have with one another, and I think Asia fit right into that. Yeah. And, and her personality, um, her work ethic, a lot of those things kind of allowed us to be like, yo, she... I don't know how old she is, she but she, she fits. She fits. But she fits. And so, yeah, I what, definitely got to give her credit for that. What you guys have is infectious. Yeah. I will say that. I will say that, um, like I was telling them um, just just uh, just last week, I believe that uh, for somebody like me who's a transplant in, an, in a new city, mm-hmm. you would <clears throat> love to learn, be able to just Google, like, fucking, I don't know, black people doing shit. <laughs> black people doing shit I if like if that movie popped up on that list Man, that'd be dope listen I'm not but, to, I'm not but I'm saying that. but I, I feel like that was the point of mm-hmm. uh, that, I remember having this conversation with Austin like before we even you know got anything you know on wax and recording like just asking him like maybe it was just me because I'm southern and culture shock and all that shit but when you moved here from Freeport how easy was you how easy was it for you to acclimate into the city and he was just like it wasn't, it wasn't just Overnight, you know what I'm saying? I had to find out where mm-hmm. the where the black people were in my school and where where black people did things at in the city as a whole. Mm-hmm. Because you just don't get here and just automatically know. Yeah, because I had that understand. experience coming to DePaul because I grew up in the suburbs. Like, yeah, I've never like really was in in the city unless I was with family. Hell yeah! So being a like coming of age and being a young adult, a young adult in the city, it was like yo, I gotta find my my space. Yes. And then I obviously took on roles in black, like, different organizations and um, making sure, like, I'm doing enough for my community. And I'm like, how do I give back? Or how do I become a part of a community that I don't necessarily represent? Because that's not where I'm from. However, I love the people. Mm-hmm. And if I love the people enough, I think as long as they embrace me, whatever I'm doing will yeah. be received well. Yep. And, and, I, and that's why I wanted the key word, you know, the key phrase and the premise of this specific episode to be about connection because mm-hmm. I think you guys have, yeah. that's something that you guys have exemplified um, in so many different ways in terms of just me talking to you about your own personal stories on how you all, all you, how you came to be um, was really based on the the, the connection and the, um, the connectivity that you could mm-hmm. have just from mm-hmm. either your network or um, certain commonalities. And I think for me, the way that I came into what gumbo is and understanding what gumbo is was based off of my networking connection. Mm-hmm. And I think um, that's always been the key to so many different things. I think everyone's trying to find, you know, who who do I need to, you know, talk to to find my next client? Who do I need to talk to to find my next, you know, project? Who do I need to talk to? And, um, and I think to exemplify that is something that people need to see. Mm-hmm. Not only be able to just learn how to do, but also just get these healthy examples so seeing you guys being you know um loving but also organized and executing whatever it is that you guys are doing are examples that people need to be able to emulate mm-hmm. and, that, and that's why i really truly appreciate what you guys do and the efforts that you guys put out because for somebody like me i come into this space and you don't know like you you, you don't know like 
are they gonna be cool? I hope so, cause it's it's a vibe. It seems like it's a vibe for the love, mm-hmm. with the love. Yeah. Hope I get some love in this uh, event yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what you. Uh, um, I think we all have those expectations that you know because we have the commonality of blackness and the commonality that we all in the same place that you know hopefully this is enough for a connection to be made. Yeah. For for us, or at least for me, it goes it goes deeper than that. For us, a lot of times you will go into a space and have the same questions that you have, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but for us, our goal is to create a space where those yeah. connections are able to be made, not to just say, "Hey, the doors are open." Yes, make connections. No, yeah. it's the doors are open, and before you get there, let's set the mood so that connections can be made. But that, I like that. But that happened in-house. Yeah. yeah. Fully in-house. Yeah. Because the thing was, when we got into the spaces, like, we all had these luxurious titles at one point. Yeah. We had luxurious titles. Yeah. We was, like, uh, director of this, CEO, whatever, whatever. Like, COOs. Yeah. And yeah. forget all of that. And we yeah. literally sat down one day. We was like, this is not working for us. Yeah. Because at some point, it was like, I'm not even valuing our connection because I want to have this structure title, in place this, this. because of a title. And really, the title wasn't working. Like, um, at the end of the day, our relationship is not based on that title. So yep. us as just, like, Gumbo at large being a community within itself of us actually interacting with each mm-hmm. other. We see each other literally almost every other week, yeah. every week at most. And so we have to be able to be like, can I hold a real conversation with you? Yeah. Do I care about you as a person? Yeah. And can that be... Um, exuded outside of what yeah. we do mm-hmm. for gumbo. Like, yeah. can people li- like walk up to us like, "Yo, y'all really, y'all really mess with each other like this." Yeah, like yeah. y'all really talk like this mm-hmm. is not a front, and it mm-hmm. wasn't like we were all trying to get over on one another. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it was never that mentality. Yeah. So, and when we create these spaces, we wanted to make sure nobody in the room felt like. Yeah. And there's not at one point you can come to a gumbo event and be like, yo, I feel mm. really out of place. No, because yeah, nah. we we all own it. And I can yeah. only imagine the beauty of being in a being working and putting your efforts to into something where they want you to be there, not just based off what you can do, but who you are. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's something that you don't get all the time. I mean, obviously, in you know corporate America, you definitely know it's like, no, what can you do? I don't give a damn how nice humble mm-hmm. how whatever attributes that could more than likely make everything a little bit better in the office mm-hmm. because you bringing that in bringing that energy and you can't turn that off right that's gonna that should be seen as valuable but no I don't give a damn can you get these spreadsheets back to me you know? <laughs> yeah in nah. a certain amount of time you know what <laughs> I'm saying because they people devalue those intrinsic qualities that I think you know we all possess and the things mm-hmm. that make us different that we bring it into the pot you know mm-hmm. uh, I Good love Gumbo pun. I was thinking I that got, right I, before you did, did. Did you know I was thinking? I got that? plenty of gumbo puns. Oh, you got plenty of them. I got plenty of gumbo <laughs> puns. Uh, but, but that's where our name yeah. comes from, though. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if it's been discussed previously, but I, I definitely vexed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, well, just the whole idea of when you think about gumbo, when I think about gumbo, how there are so many different ingredients or mm-hmm. so many different things to be added to the pot and each of them has their own unique flavor or unique value but when they come together you know that you're eating gumbo yep um each ingredient has its own purpose purpose right mm-hmm. uh and when it comes together it's gumbo like like to me that's the beauty of, of blackness um that's the beauty of being able to say that there are we're not a monolith there are so many different depictions of blackness there are so many different expressions of blackness there are so many different ways um to exude the the beauty of being black uh but it's very distinct in what it is like Mm -hmm. "Mm, that's black as hell right there yeah (laughs) we was talking about this before air uh Mm -hmm. before we started like we put (laughs) s's on everything that is a black ass characteristic i love it it, right um and that 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 comfort that comes um, in various expressions of blackness is is depicted in the name Gumbo, um, and it's expressed in the events that we have, the way we engage with each other, the way that we um, like do everything from magazines to events to to videos, all of that. So, hmm. I I think um, I think for me, I, I have to say. That everything you guys are doing, and we're gonna talk more about the magazine <laughs> in a minute mm-hmm. because I got I got a lot of great 
and beautiful things to say about that too, even though I ain't even read it yet. I just want to I want to tell you about what my pre thoughts. Okay. My pre thoughts cool. about it answer. is. You know what I'm saying? But I would love I would love to know because I think you guys are already given a great example. But I want to know you know at least one more example from you too about how how your how your how your network has really you know benefited you or gave you something you know after graduation um, because I feel like you know when you're in school I think it's we're all in this microcosm where it's a lot easier to connect because we're all in the mm-hmm. same place. I know I'm going to see, you know, such and such again. I use that for, you know, also my love life. I was like, I know I'm going to see her again. I see where she went. I'm going to, you know. <laughs> I, did, I did stuff like that. So I definitely exploited the hell out of my, like, circle and microcosm of college. But I would love to know, um, post-grad, how, give me, I guess, a, an experience or a moment where your network actually, you know, got you somewhere or got you something that you really wanted. I think the best example is me doing this magazine. Mm. Personally, it was on my goals. Like, I wanted to write for Vogue. I wanted to become, like, an editor. I wanted I wanted all those things because journalism, public relations was, mm-hmm. like, my overarching goal. And me coming into, like, really coming up with a plan on how I was going to get there, I was like, well, I need a writer's position. I need this. I need that. And when the opportunity presented itself, I was definitely scared. But I'm like, okay, I have a team of people who obviously wrote for um, what used to be our journal, New Folk Journal, mm-hmm. which is on a hiatus right now, which will be coming back. And I also have Matthew, who's a full-time writer. Why can't I be in this position? Because I know how to write. I know how to write well. I have a degree. <laughs> so let me use my abilities and their talents and their longevity in this field to mm-hmm. help me grow as a writer. Mm-hmm. So I was just basically a sponge. Yeah. Even though I feel like in a lot of ways this possibly was gifted to me because it came an opportunity within the organization that I just happened to be like, yo, I want this yep. and I want to be a part of this. However, it was more so like I can sit here and be a sponge, learn all that I need to learn and still like have my input like valued in this and be able to create something amazing because me and Matthew had no idea what we were doing when we were creating it we had like we're, what's the structure going to be it was literally ground up mm-hmm. and I learned ground up on how to create a body of work with varying voices and make it mesh well and have an overarching arc from beginning to end like the flow like I learned how to do that and I don't think if I had another opportunity, I think it would have taken me years to get to where I'm at now. Yeah. And yeah, it's like, some people be like, well, you really didn't know what you're doing. Well, I learned. We, we sat there and we got it done. Yeah. And I, I'm not a miss on what journalism is. Like, I know how to read certain things, but learning what that tone is like, what that style of writing was like, and seeing how I can't give that away. <laughs> Yeah, no, 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 I can't give don't it away. Don't give it away. Don't give it away. Stop playing. Right. <laughs> so they got they got to wait to the magazine right. and buy it so they can see it. Yeah, yeah Right. Yeah. And I was just about to. Uh. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. But however, it's just certain things that I learned while in this process that I don't think I would have gotten anywhere else. I think, um, for me, I'm so glad that you guys are doing it. But I would love to know how you would answer that question as well, because. As she as she spoke on, you know how she's the youngest. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying. So it means you done been out just a tad bit longer than her. And on top of that, uh oh, you're an entrepreneur now. I am. So I would love to know how you would answer that question as well. How has your network um, served you in your post grad uh, life? <laughs> Let me tell you something about because you went to, you went to uh, grad school too, right? I went I went to grad school. Mm-hmm. You didn't, you didn't. Uh, maybe it's sensitive topic. Sensitive topic. We all change the subject. <laughs> yeah, it takes. In fact, I even walked across the stage. Oh, from good. Grad school. I went and go back. <laughs> right. Uh, so uh, y'all are crazy. J- j- just to finish that thought, I, yes. I, I went to grad school, uh, walked across the stage, uh, but I, I'm still working on completing my thesis. Gotcha. Um, and so I have all but thesis completed. I got you, I got you, I got you, but I still want to know the answer to that question. So, it's funny you ask, because as Asia was giving her answer, I was thinking about how I got to where I am now Mm -hmm. as a photographer, um, doing photography full-time as an entrepreneur, 
And I can pinpoint all of the different connections that I made in the relationships that I had to get me here, right? Um, and so it's, it's, you know, bear with me. It's a little bit of an intricate web, but it's all going to make sense. So okay. Went to undergrad. Uh, can I name drop? If you if you if you if you want to, cool. Uh, they're not celebrities or nothing yet. Uh, <laughs> Some of them are. Okay, cool. Uh, so I went to college with this woman named Krista. Uh, Krista now lives in L.A. I um, went to college with a woman named Krista. She was like a filmmaker, photographer, cool person, right? Mm-hmm. Um, she said, yo, Dre, I got this friend who needs some photos taken uh, for Northwestern's homecoming. This is back in, what, like 2000 and, what is it now, 2020? 20. So this had to be like 2013. Okay. 2014-ish, around there, right? So I said, cool, I go take these photos for Northwestern's homecoming. Did this for like two years in a row, Mm -hmm. uh, two or three years. Not thinking anything of it. I get connected to Matthew and Gumbo. And I'm uh, Gumbo does this event with a company called, or organization called Brand Chicago. Okay. Um, and so I do these photos for Brand Chicago and I killed it. Did a great job in these photos. I felt great. Cool. And so the woman who uh, was leading Brand Chicago was really happy and impressed with the work. Mm-hmm. So... Fast forward a year or two, I'm back doing another event for the people that I met at Northwestern. Yeah. And the woman who was running Brand Chicago, her name is Brittany Applegate. She is now working for a, a digital uh, a video company, a video company, and they're doing a documentary for uh, Northwestern's uh, The Black House. Right. The Black House House is, don't put me on the spot. I didn't go to Northwestern. Oh, I mean, if you don't know, it's cool. I'll look it up. up. (laughs) I went to DePaul, man. Uh, But essentially, it's like uh, the the spot for black people. I I wasn't taking it that literal. Okay, okay. Got it. Yeah. Yeah, That's what it is. That's pretty much what it is, right? (laughs) And so um, they're having like a planning meeting, and I'm there to take pictures for Northwestern. Mm -hmm. She's there as part of this video company planning uh, how they're going to execute this video. And I say to her, hey, you're the woman that I took pictures of uh, at Brand Chicago with Gumbo Media. And she says, yeah, I liked your work. It was great. I'm going to bring you in to do some stuff with me sometime in the future. The future turns into like six months, eight months later, and randomly she hits me up like, yo, uh, I got a job for you. Can you take pictures at this event for me, Brand Chicago? Cool. Okay. I do pictures for her there. There's a woman there named Chris Christian. Chris Christian, dope as hell. Uh, she does May Maven stuff. She got her own coffee line, uh, 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 Chicago French Press. She's dope. She's at one of these events. I take pictures of Chris. Chris says, oh, my gosh, right? I like your work. Hey. Can you take pictures for me here? Here. Absolutely, I can. And so I'm taking pictures here, and I'm obviously meeting a lot of folks that are at a lot of her events. Mm -hmm. And next thing you know, I have a a long line of clients that all came from my friend Krista that I went to undergrad with that connected me to Northwestern, that connected me with Brittany Applegate, which connected me with Brand Chicago, which Mm -hmm. connected me with Chris. I was connected with Gumbo Media. And so all of these different connections... Mm -hmm kind of created a, a a large, you know, a pool of different folks that I can do photography for. Okay. And then when you take just the relationships that I've built with people taking photos, each time I'm taking pictures of them, I say, yo, you know about Gumbo Media? We dope. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So now people who are who know me as Andre the photographer <clears throat> are now able to meet me as Andre the ambassador for Gumbo Media. Yeah. Hey, let me tell you about this magazine we got dropping. Yeah. Oh, pose this way. Yeah. Oh, let me tell you about this event we got coming up next week. Put your hand right here. Mm. You know, ooh, you look good <laughs> like all of that. That's yeah. what I'm doing. Building connections. So I love yeah, it. that's that's how that's how I got to where I am now as an entrepreneur, man. It's, I love it's that. Been a journey. And I think I think that's something that um a lot of people want to find security in. Mm-hmm. Find security of how to cut the cord. Cut, mm-hmm. cut away. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And feel confident that bills are going to get paid. Feel confident that whatever needs to happen continues you, you to happen. You can see my face, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm still looking for that confidence, bro. But no, but no. But I, <laughs> I'm searching but, for it still. But I think, I think um, it's, still a, it's still a brave and beautiful thing because yeah. um, it, at least every time I get down and out, I always think about every single person mm-hmm. that has truly done anything great 
took one leap, yep. took you know, <clears throat> took a leap and just didn't turn back because, or if even if they did turn back, it was only for a short mm-hmm. amount of time, and it was like whatever they already started doing brought them right back into what they're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And I see it so often with people, you know, running away from uh, what they already, what running away from what their purpose has already been shown mm-hmm. to be. Because it's it's scary as hell it, and it's unsure, it's unknown. If that ain't a word. And I mean, I was gonna point it right back to you. I think it's interesting that you already put this out there mm-hmm. for you to be a part of a magazine, and you might even you might even had yourself pegged a little bit lower in terms of your mm-hmm. first experience yeah. with it. Like, I know I'm gonna be like probably a staff writer for a magazine. That's you know one of them type of but things. Nah. When it's yeah, like, nah. nope, your first. Major experience with that is going to be where you are at the top of you know of the food chain, being like, okay, person, um, I need this, and really directing all of those different things. And I think um, so often we get, but that is a a testament to like my position, my interaction with what Gumbo has been. Mm -hmm. Because like again, I've come of come of age within this, and I say come of age is like. You know, we coming out of high school. I was a child. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just going to say that. Like, adulting while in this space has allowed me, has made me privileged in a real way. Because I was spoiled. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm working with black folks. I don't got to work with white folks. I don't got to see what time and them over there doing. Because <laughs> literally, I have to worry about, like, I got people who care about me honing skills. Yeah. And that is something that I I hadn't had to deal with in other places where, oh, I'm just going to use you till you run dry. Yep. Like, I didn't have that experience. And so, and being in this space where everybody's a creative, everybody has entrepreneurial goals, they were like, okay, so what are you doing? Like, yeah, I know you're doing this, but, like, what are you doing? Mm. Like, are you getting on it? And, like, I always say, Dre, the hardest working gumbo partner we got. Mm-hmm. And it's inspiring because people, when you see – like, when you have a close connection like this, like how we are always in each other's face doing something, you cannot help but to be inspired to stay on your shit. Hell yeah. And mm-hmm. to continuously do amazing shit. Hell like, yeah. producing is something that has become natural to me within my own elements simply because I'm around them. Mm-hmm. Like, we're constantly producing as a collective, we're producing as individuals, and it keeps you motivated, it keeps you going, and it, it makes you... Um, want to continue Hell yeah. like on a further on a further path so I had like what I thought at the time was mediocre goals like looking back they were mediocre like I wasn't inspiring mm. in my purpose I was like oh I'm gonna just be this local event planner like I'm gonna just do what I gotta do and mm-hmm. that be it and I'm gonna work for a paper for a couple of years that's what in my mind but I don't have to go that route they showed me what business can be like and what a business plan can like achieve if you got goals and you can hit all of those in a certain time frame like i used to be like oh i'll do that in six months i've seen turnaround times in a week so there is no reason for me to be sitting like not pushing myself to achieve and it's, i'm not saying push yourself so you like dry out and like you can't work no more but like really having that passion and that drive mm-hmm. to push you further like I got that from them. Like, yeah, I was an ambitious person. I was determined. I was going to get there. But however, my timeline and how I think I see things go conceptually is completely different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's real. That's true, <clears throat> too. That's real. But I think it, it being embedded and kind of immersed in the experience, it really yeah. matures the hell out of you. Mm-hmm. And you Absolutely. don't realize how much is in you mm-hmm. until mm-hmm. it's tested that way. But I, I think it's it's necessary, you know? And I think it was necessary. It's necessary for everybody, but I think it's especially dope and necessary within your experience because it's like um, we put so much pressure on ourselves. Mm-hmm. And even if everybody else isn't even putting that amount on you, mm-hmm. if everybody believes in you more than you probably believe in yourself in most moments. Most definitely. And I think that's something to um, <clears throat> acknowledge and be aware of because already what I've seen they start just to cover. <laughs> I told them this last week. I was like, it's getting me real strong, like Awaken My Love vibes, and that would be great album. So this is already a song. <laughs> he said, Awaken My Love. You remember, you remember the cover of the album, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's, it gave me those vibes, but it was even more um, It was even more whimsical. So I was just like, ooh, I don't know what they about to do with this, but they about to do something. 
you have no idea. Bro. That's what I'm saying. You, you want to know I'm something saying. that's crazy? You want to know something that's yeah. even crazier? I have no idea. <laughs> 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 I have no idea, right? So let, let me tell you the. Beauty. He's an eye. <laughs> let me tell you something that that makes this whole process beautiful. Mm-hmm. One thing that makes this process beautiful is that we. Uh, how can I put this? Uh, we surprise ourselves, or mm-hmm. at least we surprise our team, right? So mm-hmm. we want to make sure that. While each person has a role and a responsibility in making this magazine pop, yep. we don't want to take away from the the excitement that each one of us has by giving too much away to people that don't need to know that much, right? Hell yeah. And so for me, I don't even know everything that's going on <laughs> with the inner workings of this magazine, and I work for Gumbo, yep. um, <laughs> which means when this drops, I'm going to be maybe be... less uh, uh, in awe as you, uh, but certainly I'm going to be in surprised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I think, and that's intentional. That's good though. I, I don't think you will be though. Hey, hey, hey! Just, just, just. I'm gonna let, let you me, have your moment. Just let me have my moment. Let him, let him, let him, let him. Just let me have my moment. Let him anticipate. I, I'm just saying. Okay. Because I have filtered through this work. I have literally seen it come together by the sentence. Mm-hmm. This is not like anything you've ever seen. Right, that's what I'm saying. I'm gonna be surprised, and I'm gonna be blessed. I'm gonna be. Shocked. I told them y'all like, gonna oh cry God. when you see it. Oh, oh damn! You gonna cry when you see it. That's good. Talk the, your shit. You gonna cry when you see it. Listen, where the tissue? I'm ready to start crying right now. I got oh, the right box. Then. Cool. I got, got the box. I got the box. Mm-hmm. I got the box. Seriously. Yeah. The box streaming <laughs> online. Streaming everywhere. Listen, <laughs> yeah. Yo, like. The amount, like, okay, so we've had, what, over almost 2,000 submissions? Mm. So, just that amount of work. Yeah. We have 100, what, well, not 100, we have close to 100 uh, contributors in total Damn. for this magazine. The magazine itself is 160, no, 76 pages to date. 176 pages, you're thinking about adding more. No, 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 no. We ship it out today. <laughs> like that's it. <laughs> we hit our we hit our cap, and I, I I was joking with Matthew in the beginning because I because we had all these ideas, and I was like, we're gonna be at two hundred pages. Mm. And ever since I said that, we was closer because he was like, mm. no, we gonna do a hundred, and then we ended up at one hundred fifty, mm. then we ended up one seventy. But the magazine is the quality of work that you expect. From a high fashion magazine. This is not your regular like monthly issue mm-hmm. of anything. This is not. This is this is very much so evergreen content. Mm-hmm. It is not something that is gonna be disposable. Like this is something you gonna show your kids. Yeah. Like you gonna be like, oh yo, this was the first issue of Gumball Magazine, and this this is telling you about Black Love. And I think like. Black love, it tells you about black life, blackness in general, and it lets you in on, like, the notion that blackness can be all these things. Mm-hmm. Because we had so many contributors write in their artwork. The artwork is just, it's just so powerful, like, in itself. It's just, like, when you see it and how it's, like, melted together, it's just a powerful story to be told. Mm-hmm. And you are sitting here getting that, yo, you wrote this? Yeah. Like, I had several moments. I was like, I, I called Matthew. I said, did you just read? Did you get this? Like, are we saying the same thing? Mm-hmm. And we had a lot of work like that. Yeah. Where we, were, we were in the vetting process, like, yo, we're not even going to think about that twice. That goes to the, the pile that we want. Or it was more so, like, everything had a vibe. And it had a niche, and that it flowed like Gumbo does. It wasn't like I had to sit there and oh, we, we can kind of make that work, or it it made itself, it mapped itself out. So it was really amazing to see see it come together, especially with all the contributors, because all the writers were different. They're all coming from all across the diaspora, and the literature. Let me take a second to tell you about Gumbo Magazine. I know you're listening to how all the people behind Gumbo Magazine, but you need the details about 
Gumbo Magazine. So if we haven't talked about it yet in the episode, here you are. Gumbo Magazine is a biannual print publication by Gumbo Media, giving life to 176 pages of poetry, short stories, essays, art, comics, photos from 80 of the world's most talented emerging black creatives. Gumbo Magazine is a tactile exploration and archive of the expansiveness of black life. Make sure that you go to gumbomedia.com forward slash magazine to get all details on shipping, pricing, um, wholesale pricing, as well as advertising. Make sure you go get you some gumbo. That's gumbomedia.com forward slash magazine. Go get you some gumbo. Now back to the show. Gumbo Magazine is just like, it's the thing that is missing within the culture as a whole. I feel like, yes, when we say Gumbo Magazine, you're going to probably think of Ebony Jet. Like, it's just, um, and that's even putting it within the category of, like, great literature about blackness. But this is not a, this is not a cycle Piece. This is not something that you will ever throw out. This is like evergreen content that you cannot, you won't get this anywhere else. Mm. And I feel like in me saying that I have seen this piece of content grow and form and be shaped by so many different voices. Vo- vo- touch one, I'm going to read the other one, I'm going to just. I'm sending to to people. So before, before, <laughs> I, like, I, I love it though. I love it though. <laughs> So before before I let y'all go, I gotta ask y'all one final question, mm-hmm. and that final question I think is purposely a hard one because I think it's um, really, I guess, kind of culminating all of you, all of the efforts that you guys put into this piece, and it may be a hard question to answer, but I believe you know you guys can muster up something. Okay. And so what I want to ask you guys is, is what do you believe that? Because you've already spoken about the, you know kind of reason and the purpose and the mission of gumbo being something that's always something that you keep in mind with everything that you guys do but to be very specific about this piece where what do you believe that gumbo magazine will be the remedy for in in chicago in the the greater black community for the world because you have created a a international Mm -hmm. piece of work that's right on top of that so what do you believe this will be the remedy for Mm. Yeah, that's a tough question, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, when I think about this magazine, I don't think about it. Well, actually, let me backtrack. When I think about this magazine, I think about it in comparison to other things, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of the other content that I see that that covers blackness, yeah, it just gives me a glimpse into the black experience. Mm. I think the void that Gumbo Magazine fills is that it 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 offers me somewhat of an understanding mm. of the black experience as opposed to just a glimpse into it, right? Yeah. Like I think about like a, a well put together movie. Yeah. Um, part of what I I think makes a great movie is character development, right? Okay. You 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 watch a movie and it's like, man, I. I empathize with that character. I understand that character. I, I love him and I hate him and I understand his thought process and I, I see why he made that. I understand this character. Um, some of the bad movies is like, yo, this, it was just, you know, a black dude walking down the street, something happened and movie's over. You know, mm-hmm. you don't understand the psyche of the of the character. I think Gumbo Magazine helps me. It it it. it 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 creates a certain level of understanding of the full experience of blackness that I think is missing in a lot of spaces, um, not just here in Chicago, but uh, here in the nation, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I think that this magazine will offer um, will offer a very in depth view. Mm-hmm of blackness and what it means in all of his different facets, right? Uh, we can't be contained. Uh, shoot, it's hard to define yeah. blackness, depending on who you ask. Um, it's hard to say that this is or this isn't or this should be or this shouldn't be, but I think all of that in all of his various forms fits into the pages of this Gumbo magazine, and that's what makes me most excited about it, man. Mm. It's, it's it's hard to say exactly what it will do, yes. Um 
but I do believe that it'll do some great stuff in terms of, of uh, being a piece that stands the test of time when it comes to the, the overall black experience. I love it, man. Yeah, and I think just thinking about the content that the times that this is being put out in. Yeah. I remember being a kid and not being able to really understand what blackness was. Yeah. However, I was defined as black and I'm trying to live up to what in my eyes at the time was greatness, which was Malcolm X, Rosa Parks, Martin Luther King, because that's all I knew at that time, mm -hmm. right? So we're sitting here creating a platform and creating an element and vehicle for blackness to be shared yeah. mm -hmm. in a way that is greater than ourselves and greater than our 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 intimate stories. Yeah. Because like we know what our families were doing. We yep. know how they have navigated them being black, but we don't have any idea like as a core whole like what blackness means. And I feel like this magazine allows for blackness to be redefined mm. and refined in the way that it's not just your stereotypical like image of what a black man is or a black woman is. Mm -hmm. We really dove deep into what creation was mm -hmm. and so what um being black is like being that being elevated constantly and being able to reinvent yourself mm. and so we're thinking about blackness also being a machine that is ever evolving mm. more so than being what what we what we allow the media to depict us as and yeah. i feel like the kids today even though a lot of the content in in the magazine is very heavy, I'm not gonna lie. It's gonna be something that's gonna reshape their worldview because we're no longer telling our kids that, hey, we have to do 10 times our white counterparts, but it's, you gotta do 10 times what your ancestors have done because uh, this is what we're doing. That's real. This is where we're at. Like, bypass what they got going on because mm -hmm. that ain't nothing. Uh -huh. we, we've done this mm -hmm. and this is the lane, this is the path and the lineage you come from mm -hmm. and as we continue to develop this magazine into issue two and three and four and those to come yeah. it's going to be how you will see blackness evolve mm -hmm. yeah. because it's not just one voice it's not just um one narrative that's being told and one way of thinking we're talking about children we're talking about grown men we're talking about our grannies um our sisters like Everybody is involved into this, and mm. it's allowing those layers to shine through to be able to be mm. like, hey, my blackness is this, and your blackness is that, and that is okay. Yeah. I think um, as I'm sitting here listening, I, I'm, I'm reminded of the fact that black folk have a history of oral tradition. Like, that's mm -hmm. like, like we, we know for that. We tell stories like no other, right? Mm -hmm. um, right. I, I view Gumbo Magazine as a story about us. Yeah. told by us as it should be to us right. yeah right it's a it's our story told by us to us right mm -hmm. and so a lot of times i feel like our stories may be told by us but it's told to a very wide audience mm -hmm. right and so there are some things that you have to color a little bit differently or yeah. you have to say it a little bit differently just to make sure that the other folks who might be in the audience can kind of understand what's going on but this is yeah. about yeah. us for us to us and that's what that's the string that kind of draws all of us together like hey mm -hmm. like I, i'm thinking about what are some of my experiences that i'm going to remember by reading the pages all 150 something pages of this magazine you know yeah. uh, 175 i said 150 uh, <laughs> okay well, mercy. 175 i apologize but I it's, it's things like that man yeah. that's 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 the void that i feel that this is is feeling i i think um to be a person uh, outside looking in yeah and at this point have has spoken to the entire team who has put a lot of effort into this. Mm -hmm. I truly believe that uh, you guys all have put a piece of you into this work. Yeah. And I think, um, I believe that is um, what gumbo is. Yeah, it's taking, literally in terms of the, the, the dish itself, taking these things that come from different places and different, mm -hmm. um, to become nourishment, to become um, a source of, honestly, community. No one ever, no one ever gets unhappy when you bring a gumbo in the room. It's mm -hmm. never, it's never a bad time if you say you're about to make it. <laughs> and I think the fact that you guys pulled yourselves together to do something um, 
for people that no one really asked for, but you felt that it was needed. Mm-hmm. I think those are the things that we need more of. It's like we weren't waiting for someone to tell us to do this. We wasn't, you know, we didn't we didn't just do it. We did it because it just needed to be done. And I think that mindset is need a lot more um, in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel that uh, to make it extremely unapologetically black in terms of its messaging, in terms of who it's targeted to, um, I believe is necessary as well. Because I think quite often, just like you said, a universal palatable content is kind of the wave, specifically when it's talking to us. You know, you can have a million different things that are talking, having a message that they say, yeah, you should buy this and have this, but not see yourself in it, but be expected to view this as a sufficient piece of work. Mm-hmm. Even though you don't see yourself in it, yeah, you can probably you know humanize and empathize with whatever it is that you're consuming, but you want to see you, yeah. yeah, or or better yet, you know it could be just much that just that much better, yeah, if this was somebody that looked like you in it, yeah. you know. I see that. I think about that with <clears> almost every other movie and show that come out. It's like, damn, this was somebody black. I would really like this. True. Yeah. Very true. Um, or if this was like a thing that was really meant for me, I would really like this. Yeah. But I'm just. I'm, I'm, I think we've developed a way to be able to consume things and take things in because we've only had a few that we wouldn't have anything mm-hmm. if we always looked at everything in um, a way of like, well, if it ain't for me, I can't really consume it. We would never consume anything. We would never be inspired by anything. Mm-hmm. And I think doing so made us into where we are now. Absolutely. Man. And I think doing what you just said, um, thinking back and adding to the lineage that's came before you, it's the way to move. Mm. Why, why would we move any other way? And um, we do need to have uh, blinders, in the, I feel like, in the coming years. We're in 2020, and we're talking about 400, going to be 401 years out of, you know, mm-hmm. the transit, well, since the transatlantic slavery started. And I feel like our ancestors who made it to this specific destination of the world, it was meant to be. It was a reason why we had to be there. It was a reason why they made it through whatever traumatic thing they made it through um, for us to now be several generations deep. Mm-hmm. And we could be their greatest gift, but we may not even realize that. Mm-hmm. So I would love, love, love if you guys could tell the people how they can purchase the magazine, how they can get to this piece, how they can buy one or two to three to four copies, and also all the other things, because you told me already that you got things happening in terms of the the pop the pop-ups and the, and the launch parties, you know what I'm saying, parties. So I want to know, what are okay. those what are those details? If you can share anything, if you're going to release them later, just let us know whatever you can So we officially, right we official, we official. So um, the magazine can be purchased at gumbomedia.com backslash magazine. Um, you can purchase... A number of copies, if you so wish. Um, Copies will start officially being sent out, I believe, February the 25th. Oh, Um, shit. Yeah, like, we we, we here. We we here. Yeah, we We are. So, and then, you know, we have... We have the launch of this magazine. <laughs> you had to catch a breath. I had to, I had to bring it back. So we're going to be at Connect Gallery on the 29th of mm-hmm. this month, um, going over the magazine, showcasing it, um, calling out some of the um, the contributors that are in the city and around Ooh. the city. Um, we have another pop-up happening at Fifth Element in March, I believe the 14th. Um, we'll be there all weekend talking about the magazine. Where's Fifth Element? Fifth Element is in Minnesota. Gotcha. Yeah, so, yeah, I was about to say something wrong. Um, <laughs> so, we'll be there, and um, we'll be doing pop-ups throughout, well, in New York and in L.A. and in Atlanta. Hey. Now, but the dates are still out for We just had in Atlanta. Stop. Yes, we did. Man, we good. I know. You said, man, Amen. we good. <laughs> Amen. Amen. God is good. God is good. <laughs> Providing a way. Let me stop acting like we doing all this ourselves. God Listen, is good. I, not I. But the magazine is out. Be sure to follow Gumbo Media on all social media platforms. And we have a ton of events throughout other programming with Gumbo Lit, Gumbo Fit. So Great name. Yeah. Gotta stay Gumbo great. Lit. Well, um, uh, well, make sure I will have all the information so that you guys can get to it quickly as possible. Um, at the bottom in the description of this episode, I really truly want to thank you two for giving me your time, for coming on through, 
to uh, doing this, honestly, just agreeing to this idea for me to be able to even capture the, uh, the essence <laughs> of the family that is, the family and team that is Gumbo Media. Thank you, man. Um, because I, it's crazy, because I, I can't consider y'all like, uh, like y'all not employees, y'all not this, y'all not that. It's hard. It's crazy, it's hard, right? right? Yeah, but yeah. I like that, though. Yeah. Because I think that, that I think that y'all lean into that type of shit, you know, yeah. just lean into that. Somebody asked me that, that earlier today. It was like, uh, "What do you do for work?" And I was like, I, "It's hard for me to say I work for Gumbo." Yeah, like, like, I don't mm. know. These, these are my people, man. I, I, we, you know, I don't we know. We just yeah. creating dope shit. Like, yeah, that's just really a, what it comes. Yeah. I like stuff like that, though. That's yeah. that's my lane. That's my lane. That's my lane. You, some things don't need to have to. Be put in a very tight yeah, box. We just doing dope stuff. Yeah, that's that's what I do. I love it. And keep and make t-shirts. Do that. So to make t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> thank you, Andre. Thank you, Aja. And I really want to. Um, what I do? I said your name wrong. I said. <laughs> Everybody else catches it. Everybody else catches Asia. it but me. I'm sorry. That's the one. But um, <laughs> but no. I want to thank you guys for coming. If you don't know, now you know you can listen to the Simply King podcast. Everywhere podcasts are available. Um, oh, re- also, want y'all to really, truly, truly make sure you take the time out to tap this link in the description to purchase the magazine. And also, if you are in any of these locations of all these different pop-ups, all these different you know launch parties, make sure you jump in. Get, get familiar with the team because this isn't the... the first and last time this is going to happen so you want to get connected and I know you don't want to miss this specific first first edition gumbomedia.com slash magazine get right? yours today yes yes but yes as I said you can listen to Simply King Podcast on all all streaming platforms I uh, thank you thank you thank you you can follow me everywhere at kings underscore memoirs follow the podcast at Simply King Pod on IG and uh, I just want to thank y'all for listening and continue continue to listen, share, leave reviews, keep doing the thing. I appreciate y'all. This is the Soulfully Conscious Podcast for humans simply being humans. I'm Rodney Perry, and this is Simply King. Peace. Well,